You are listening to the Pork Pals Podcast with Peter, Donna Marie and Maeve. Let's go fishing for gossip, people. Hi, everybody, and welcome to our Pork Pals Podcast end of year 2023 review. Well, guys, did we expect to be still here recording? No, I thought we would have, it would have phased out. We would have just ran our, you know, the way we're kind of a phases group that we would have just finished with the phase of podcasting. Be honest, maybe you thought I would have given up by now. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, I thought I was going to give up by now. I was like, oh, we'll see how we'll just get six months out of this and we'll kind of then just let it I'm actually quite proud of myself because I am a phase person. Like six weeks is as long as I go doing that. So, yeah, I'm quite proud of myself. Like, yeah, like we are at this like eight months now. Like we're 40 odd episodes into this now. We're coming up, I think, midway through January. We're going to hit our 50th episode. Like that's that's a fair achievement for any podcast. Especially that's for us three. Whole pregnancy like. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. And what we look at what we've given birth to. A glorious podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, long, long may it continue. So let's let's start off with talking about what we started off talking about, which was below deck sailing, yeah. My gosh, what a year. Can I just before we start, just what a year. What a year Bravo has given us. Yes. No matter what yeah. show you watch, no matter what show we talk about in this podcast, because I watch a lot of Bravo shows that we don't like discuss on the on the podcast as well. And what a fucking year. I mean, the drama. I love it because like anyone else who watches Bravo, we watch Bravo for the drama. Yeah. We don't like drama in our own lives. So to be able to turn on the telly, watch the drama on TV and then just switch it off and know that it's nothing to do with us is brilliant. Yeah. But fuck me, the drama we've had this year. So, yeah, go back to sailing, y'all. I mean, that was explosive in itself. Yeah, like the drama. Like, I mean, the bit, obviously the biggest, obviously the biggest storyline, like it was, we had it all in the build-up to sailing, y'all, when we were putting out our promo stuff, the whole thing, the love triangle between Gary, Daisy and mm-hmm. Colin. That was it. That, yeah. that for us going into that season, that was what it was all about. It did not disappoint. It did not disappoint. I remember seeing like other big social media pages that, you know, do Bravo content who'd never watched Below Deck. And suddenly they were Below Deck fans purely because of that season. Yeah, it was massive. It was absolutely massive. It was huge because... They've like certainly here in Ireland, Daisy has transcended now the reality world into more mainstream forms of media. Yeah, like influencer world. Yeah, she's now like you'll see her, you'll see Daisy doing art. Like, I mean, she's been interviewed for newspapers here, she's been you know interviewed by Ireland AM, she's been on Ireland AM, she's been on Irish regular TV, and like. We have to say, like, there's not a huge 
Bravo following community in Ireland because it's not on regular TV. You need the Hey yeah. You app to watch this stuff. It's on Hey You and then I've noticed over the last couple of months it's appeared on Netflix, but it's like season one of Below Deck Sailing Yacht is all that's on Netflix. And that's probably the worst fucking season. <laughs> but it's so dated yes. looking. It's so dated looking yeah. because it's from like eight years ago or seven years ago, whatever it's from. It's very fucking old now. I also think E4 show Below Deck. Wow, all E4. Yeah, it just be on every day on E4 at this stage. And it shows Below Deck, Below Deck Med. And I don't know if I've seen Sailing Yacht and Down Under on it yet. But they are starting to pop on. It is starting to appear here. I mean, we have a few Irish listeners and, you know, we've had conversations with them on Instagram and that. It's it's rare that you find Below Deck fans, Bravo fans here in this country. Like, and yeah. Especially ones that keep know up with it. Yeah. yeah, like, uh, yeah I, I, I'm fairly confident we're the only... Uh, podcast in Ireland, Bravo yeah. related, hundred percent. Because I 100%. definitely haven't seen any others. And if there is somebody out there who knows of us and we don't know of you, hit us up, like and say hello yeah. and bring draw our attention to you because 100%. we've never come across you. And it stems from pure the podcast stems from just pure conversations. Like we watch the show and we used to sit there every week having cups of tea. Dissecting, yeah. yeah, literally dissecting people's characters, yeah. the show, what we thought, everything. And we were like, we should just do a podcast. And yeah. Here we are. Because, like, how many times have we joked about going on, like, putting ourselves forward for Gogglebox? Um, and for any listeners that don't know what Gogglebox is, and I don't know, is there an American equivalent of Gogglebox? I'm sure there is, but it's where you're filmed watching TV during the week. And your reactions are the show. The show is the viewer's reaction to TV shows. Um, it's very funny. I think we would be I probably a little too controversial for goggle box. Yeah. We'd never get away with it. We'd be fucking thrown off after one episode because we were just a bit too blunt and zero yeah. filter. Yeah. Like if if people think I'm outspoken on the podcast. You should see what doesn't make it into the show. Because the, the amount of times the girls stop me and literally say, you cannot say that. Cut that shit out. That has to go. There's a lot of stuff on the cutting room floor yeah. at the end there of an episode. I, I've sort of reined myself in a little bit now at this point to where I know what's going to be acceptable. But yeah, I, at the start... I used to spend a long time editing the show to cut out the bits that was just, no, we want to last with this. Can't say that. Can't say that. We didn't want to get cancelled. Yeah, we'd have been cancelled very fucking quickly. (laughs) But anyway, back to sailing. What a season. And let's just say, because we received so much drama in sailing, I hope you agree with me. It came at a price. Because next season, spoiler alert, <laughs> turn off if you don't want to hear it. Yeah. And, and, have, yeah. and put this out, we're going to put this out here now. And let's just say it right at the start so we don't have to keep saying it. We will have spoilers in the show. 
We will say spoiler alert before we say something, but we are going to talk about what's what's to come next year, what we know about, stuff that we know about and stuff that we don't, you know, we speculating on. So if you don't want to hear any of that stuff, you know, when we say spoiler alert, just, you know, fast forward a minute. But we are going to we are going to say stuff because it's. But yeah, it came at a price and that price is Colin. Yeah. Yeah, he won't be there. I am devastated. Like, I'm devastated that, you know, the whole thing is lost with Colin because I love Colin. But I love Daisy and Gary Moore, if I'm honest. Yeah. I'm I'm very interested. Like, I mean, obviously, there's been a lot has gone on since the show finished, right? A massive amount for Gary. Like, a massive amount has gone down on Gary. And I... Like, well, I'm just going to say it. When everything came out about Gary more recently and the allegations that were made against him, we did not comment on any of it. We did not go in on any of it at all. I think we might have brushed over it in an episode of the podcast, but through our social media and all that, we didn't. And the reason being was because I suppose they were allegations. Yeah. You yeah. know, the yeah. other stuff going on now that we're not commenting on because they are allegations. Yeah. And more recently, it has come out that the person that made the allegations against Gary made them about other Bravo celebrities over a period of time. And they were all bullshit and their lies. The annoying thing is because, and obviously, I had seen this about that particular individual that this stuff, you know, that there, there's a history there of, of making stuff up that doesn't prove that what she said about Gary is wrong, but it certainly leans it in. It credits the testimony, yeah. Let's yeah. just say it doesn't prove anything, but it does discredit what she's saying an awful lot. Um, but what I will say, given is- the coverage that the allegations in the first place were. And that's very annoying to me. And it's yeah. very annoying to me as a man because I'd be the first one to say, look, if you've done something wrong, 100% you should be thrown under the bus. However, if you're putting people under the bus, you have to be prepared to take them out, dust them off and apologise when contradictory evidence comes out. Yeah. And that's just what I was about to say. The very people that slated that man didn't even share the posts about the allegations being null and void, if you like, and haven't said anything. And I think if you're going to bash him the way you did back then, at least have the balls to share the outcome yeah. of the investigation and apologise to him. Yeah. Well, I think this comes down to the whole, like, I mean, an awful lot of people hide behind the fact that this idea of citizen journalism, where, you know, people want to think that they're journalists and they're putting this stuff out there as like some sort of public service announcement, but real journalistic ethics, and we're, we're not journalists, we're, we're podcasters. That's what we do. Yeah. We don't claim to be journalists. Sure, we dig up stuff every now and again and we get a few tidbits, but we're not journalists. But we do hold ourselves to a code of ethics in how we conduct ourselves. And we don't dunk on anyone for shit that happens outside of the show unless it's absolutely proven. And we dunk on people in the show for stuff that we see. And that's what we do. We base it off what we see. Um, 
But these people that claim to be journalists and then put these allegations, real journalists retract shit when they're wrong. Yeah. Be prepared to fall on your sword when you're wrong. I think you hit the nail on the head there. Like, we do a podcast about a TV show and stuff that's going on in the TV show. Their private lives outside the TV show have absolutely fucking nothing to do with me. You know, unless unless they're sharing it on their own social media. Yeah. Then, you know, I'm happy to reshare. I'm happy to discuss it because they're putting it out there themselves. But anyone else, no. But he lost his place at Bravo.com. I am curious to see what Gary we get in season six because whilst the allegations, you know, that's a different story, but his behaviour in season five towards fucking Mads was just, as I said earlier on, about uh, an age. You know, I'm hoping we see a more grown-up, respectful Gary. Yeah, like we did see Gary hit a particularly new low during this season. Like a new low culminating with that infamous line of how could you let me go down on you when you when you knew you had your periods? Yeah, I just I know. Like, I mean, I don't think any of us will ever forget that moment. No. It's a pretty fucking it's almost as iconic as Alex putting the water bottle on Glenn's head, but for all the wrong reasons. Um, that has to be my funniest moment of season five. That has Is to that be one point? of the funniest moments of the year. And we'll come we will yeah. come back to it. But, yeah, it is for me. But Gary did hit a new low when he, he got to that point. And he has, look, we spent so long at the start of the podcast talking about how creepy he was, that he was coming across in this manner, that he is just at an age now where he needs to just grow the fuck up and cop the fuck on. Yeah. And he did seem very apologetic and things like that at the... um. Which, was he on Watch What Happens Live? Because I don't think we got a reunion. Did we? We did get a reunion. We did get a reunion. Yeah, it was down under. We didn't get a reunion. Yeah. yeah. He seems apologetic and things like that. So I'm hoping we get back a Gary that's a little bit older, wiser, more respectful, but also still funny. Because at the end of the day, that's why everybody loves Gary is because he's so fucking funny. Yeah. yeah. The, the only issue might be that a lot of these, uh, the, the, the season was filmed before a lot of the st- this other stuff came to light. Um, well, it was filmed. They were filming. When they did the reunion. Yes. When they did the reunion. Yeah. So I am so curious to see if we see that. Like, we're definitely not going to hear about it. No, in season but, but if but we, we see might be able out, to see a, a different attitude or a, a bad mood or a good mood, you know, that kind of way. Yeah, I, I think we might be able to, if you can delve into the characters of the people, I think you might be able to kind of, you know, sort of read between the lines with what's going on at the time and how things yeah. are being taken between the two of them. Because I also remember whilst the reunion was on, people on social media and in comment section like talking about the fact that Daisy and Gary were still together because they were filming the reunion together and all that and she's in the fucking bathroom and he's here and I'm like these are clearly not real fans because the real fans knew that they were in the middle of filming season six and Bravo had clearly just rented one hotel room 
and yeah. put them into the yeah. areas like yeah so I just I'm because sure there, was, there was complaints from real fans that Bravo were too cheap to get two fucking rooms yeah and then another little spoiler for season six is we don't start the season off with Chase but he does appear yes yeah because if you remember correctly, Chase disappeared off his socials. And I know this because I was so invested in his reels every day of him doing up his new boat. Like, I'm still invested in it. I keep waiting for an update and he's just not giving me one. <laughs> he's on, actually I think he's on YouTube book? now. I think he's on YouTube doing them. And I'm like, I'm not really into YouTube. Can we now just do the reels? Did you book <laughs> onto his holiday? No, <laughs> but he does appear halfway through season six. So we do get Chase back. And I think that's it. I don't think Alex is there and Lucy or Mads is not there. No, well, the interior worked too well together on the last season for them to bring them back for a new season. Because we know Bravo just loved the drama of the shoes not getting yeah. on. Yeah, they got on too well. They got on far too well. Lucy was never off social media at any point during the filming process. We knew she wasn't on it. Um, Mads was hit and miss with our social media, but I think we saw enough to realise that she probably wasn't there. Yeah, I don't think she would have wanted to go back, even if she was asked back. No, no. possibly not. Possibly not, because she's kind of, don't see her too much even now, unless she's created a new account and sort of moved away from that below deck account mm. that she has. Um, but you certainly don't see too much of her on social media. No, the latest was her, Alex, and someone else had met up and they were kind of doing a road trip vibe. Yeah, Chase was involved in yeah. that, I think, as well. So, so yeah, I mean, okay, then, funniest moment of season five. Sailing yacht for you Alex guys. and that water bottle. It's Alex and the water bottle and Glenn. Like the whole relationship between Alex and Glenn. Like we talked about it numerous times during the show that it was so fun. Like, I mean, they just had this vibe going on in the room that we'd never seen between a captain and just like a deckhand mm -hmm. before. And the water bottle. It was just or even yeah, Glenn's for me, the water bottle in the boat. Yeah, that was my second Glenn's moments on the boat when everybody else was out drinking and he was just usually walking around looking for food. And it, this was a new thing. This is brand new for Below Deck. This was now, they, they hadn't done this before in any other season. Nope. And obviously yeah. somebody decided that, hang on, we've seen Glenn and other captains possibly do some funny stuff when crew are off the boat. Let's film that and see if we can get enough for the episodes. Mm -hmm. And uh, damn right they did. They got loads. Yeah. It was definitely funny to watch Glenn on his own on the boat. Yeah. All he did was look for food, which is all I do as well. And I have little chats to himself. But yeah, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed season five and I am so looking forward to season six. Yeah. And can I just say that number three on the funniest moments was definitely Lucy and her various accents. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. that poor girl, every time we turned around, she was falling or hitting her head or something was happening to her. Little Miss Clumsy. Little yeah. Miss Clumsy. Love it. But yeah, right. so really good season. Can't wait. Looking forward to seeing what happens in season six. Um. 
moving on, we kind of came into this. We this was well underway when we started uh, the pod. We actually recorded three episodes as a practice with just Summer House, just to kind of get us in that we never released and never will because they're awful. But um, we had been watching obviously all the way through. But Summer House, wow. Isn't it mad looking at it now, right? To see like how loved up Carol and Lindsay were then to now. Like no relationship, no marriage. And we it's said quite it the whole way through. It's quite hard to review Summer House last season knowing what we know now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It puts so many things in perspective though. Like the whole it, it really does show how much of a sham the whole thing really was. The Carl Lindsay fucking relationship and how it was built on a house of cards. It really was built on but it was like the weakest foundation for a relationship ever. Joker cards. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, it's hard. It's hard to review this one because, I mean, if you're going to review the season and what you watch, Obviously, you're going to talk about, one, how loved up they were, and two, the biggest storyline is the demise of Lindsay and Danielle's friendship. Yeah. Which is now, you know, back where it was in season four. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've all seen, anyone who follows the socials knows that Danielle was one of the first people to run to Lindsay's side when her and Carl broke up. But you know what the worst thing is? Like, if that was me, um, and like, I was best friend and then we fell out because of the fella and then he broke up with her. Like, I would never go back and I would just, I would put up an Instagram on my story, basically, like with a stupid quote saying, I told you so, and that would be it. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'm not like that. I'm like, let them go do their thing and when they need you and they want to come back, just let them come back. Well, you have to remember that Danielle's whole thing, whether it's true or not, like, let's face it, whether it's true or not, Danielle's whole thing was not that they were together, but that they were rushing. That they were going too fast. And she was right. Yeah, but at the same time, right, she might have been right, but there are some things that you just have to let your friends go and learn lessons. I mean, that's what you do. Your friends, your family, you can advise them, but you can't get mad at them when they don't take the advice. No, but it was the way they shut her out then after that. Yeah. But they were shutting her out because she was a negative influence on their relationship. Now, I'm not saying that's right. I'm not saying that's right. But that's what fucking happens. When yeah. two people think they're in love or are in love and a negative influence tries to come in and burst their bubble, they put walls up around themselves and... No one can get in. No one's ruining what we have. Blah, 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 blah. You know, whether it's right or wrong, whether she knew what was coming, we all knew what was coming. We were all sitting here saying this is not going to last. But I hope Danielle has learned a lesson. When it comes to your close family and friends, no matter how close they are to you, you can advise them, but you can't get fucking mad at them for not taking the advice. You just need to let them. Like I do it with my kids all the time. If they want to learn the hard way, let them go and learn the hard way. Yeah. And then you pick up the pieces when they learn the hard way. Yeah. Like, I mean, look, I think it was kind of said during the season that people felt, and I know Lindsay seemed to 
put this point out there that there was a certain amount of transference of how Danielle was feeling about her own relationship and she was kind of putting it on them. And I think now that we've seen that relationship break up, obviously in the interim period. Mm. Well, think- we could use the word crumble. <laughs> Danielle, Danielle was bitter and insecure. We've just seen her do the same thing to Jordan over Alex. We have literally just watched her, you know, pass her insecurities on to someone else and make out like they're the problem when in actual fact Danielle was the problem. So yeah, Danielle was feeling very insecure, feeling very bitter about where her relationship was and was probably reeked with jealousy. Yeah. And turned it all around and tried to put it onto someone else and a backward. Yeah. And we say this as people who are very much on Team Danielle the whole way through because yeah. we totally agreed with what she was saying. And I don't think she was wrong. She wasn't even wrong, even if it was based on something other than she was saying it was based on. She was she still did. right. She was right. But hopefully she's learned a lesson. Yeah. Well, look, there's been a lot of water under the bridge for Danielle since that season. She's gone through Winterhouse. Obviously, there's more water under the bridge. Jesus Christ. She needs a fucking dam at this stage, the girl. But hopefully now, at this point in time, so far removed from both shows that she has, you know, grown. But look. We have to remember as well that season, I don't know, what, season eight of Summer House? Is that what we're heading into, season I eight? Think it's season eight or season nine. Season yeah. nine, I think. Okay, so the season is filmed, it's in production, and it's not until the very end of the season that we find out about the breakup. Yeah. So yeah. we have a whole season to go through where Danielle is mending her friendship with Lindsay and Carl whilst Lindsay and Carl are still together. So let's see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. which should be in, which should be really interesting. Um, which should be really interesting to watch. And yeah. Danielle and Lindsay don't strike me as the type that are going to sit down when they're mending the friendship and discuss how like either one of them has mean to the other one. It's just like oh, we glaze over and we're friends again. Yeah. Yeah, be a lot oh, of I gloss. think there'll be glazers as well. I don't think the hard work we put in, which is a shame because I think when you glaze over it, you're just putting a plaster over it really, aren't you? hundred percent. You're not getting to the root cause of the issue. And like, I don't know what the root cause of their issue really is because I don't know them. But I think I am in agreement that they're not going to get there just by the way the, the, the two of them are. Because they're just not going to put the work in. And I'm being really judgy here, but like, no, I know we're talking about. I know we're talking about Summer House and like you know Team Danielle and all that. I can't help but think that I've just sat through and watched Winter House, and my opinion of Danielle has changed. I see so much of Lindsay in her, and I'm like, were you like this all the time? It was and just Lindsay. Yeah, we just didn't know because we were too busy looking at Lindsay. Yeah. yeah. Danielle's always been a shit story. Yeah. I don't know whether I said this to you on last week's pod or yeah. in private, but I did say, I have said in the past week 
that Danielle, for her first season on Summer House, when she came in, Cara was kind of messing with Paige. Lynn, uh, Danielle was an ex-girlfriend, and she stored the pot. Yeah, she was jealous. And is it now that just her pot stirring and her shit is more emotional and more upfront that it's and causing more drama that it's a bit more noticeable now? Well, I'm dying. I'm dying to see it. And like, there's other things about Summer House that, you know, we got to meet Gabby and Sam last year, which. We really enjoyed. I enjoyed both of them. I enjoyed Sam more so. I think we got to know her quicker than we did Gabby. Well, that's because yeah. like, by her own admission, Sam doesn't stop talking. So <laughs> Yeah. But I really liked Gabby. And even now, like, I can follow her on social media. I like her. Um, spoiler alert, we know that Gabby is coming back from their season. Yes. And Sam is not. Sam is only a friend of or a guest a couple of times. Yeah. Now, that's that's a curious one. Now, look, obviously, her and Corey's relationship, having watched Winterhouse, we know how that plays out. We know where that is. I believe, through seeing a few things on social media, that it's a lot to do with Corey, that she's not there because of some behaviour from Corey on his social media. That was dragged up. Corey is not the most popular person on social media in the yeah. Bravo world. Mm-hmm. Where if you look yeah. to people's posts about Corey, especially around Winterhouse, people are very, very critical of him. There's allegations of racism, misogyny. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't particularly get into his social media. I have no comment on any of the allegations whatsoever because I just don't know. Um yeah. But they and are do there. we know is he in Summer House? To is the best there? of my knowledge, he is also a friend of, but he okay. is not a main cast member, and that is confirmed. Well, then I don't necessarily agree with them trying to ice him out and things like that because he was invited to BravoCon. He was very yeah. much involved in BravoCon, so I don't know why she's not there. I yeah. think she was. An amazing addition to the house. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I mean, we don't know what she has going on outside. Maybe she had commitments that wouldn't allow her. It's hard to know. But I did think she was a good character. I did enjoy her. I thought Cor and Corey being there brought a different element to it. Um, And we could have seen how that developed. Like that, he was at BravoCon. A lot of this stuff has only been that is being said now, which wouldn't have influenced last season's casting of Summerhouse or well exactly. the coming seasons because it had been recorded at that point. So I don't know. It's who knows. Yeah, I'm excited to see Gabby again. I hope this season coming that she is more honest with the viewer and shows more of herself. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I'm glad they got rid of some of the dead wood, though. Like, yeah. uh, that Maya one. Like, yeah, she had to go. Yeah, but that's because she didn't let the camera crew in on her drama with yeah. like, Oliver. But she yeah. wanted to be hiding shit, and you yeah. can't. Like, the only time it's acceptable and that I have any time for them blocking out the cameras is when they're having sex. Yeah. Because 
I agree. I, I like we don't. They're not showing us it anyway. So what's the point on it existing on film? Yeah, yeah. I agree, hundred percent. So yeah, I mean, bring on the new season, or bring on the end of the new season for me anyway, because that's what I want it. I want to get yeah. straight yeah. to the book. And board. it is season. It is season eight. I just checked. It is season eight. We're coming into. So. I mean, we got a we got a snippet there today, didn't we? Bravo yes, gave us a little snippet of a uh, summer house. Yeah. And I think for Kyle and Amanda fans, it's very important to start really enjoying Summer House now because those two ain't got long left on no. Summer House, for my mind. Like, if you've watched Winter House, you've seen them have a little, you know, pregnancy. We'll call it a scare because they weren't ready to have a child just yet. But as soon as they start having babies, like, that's going to be it. They ain't strutting off to the hamper. Well, they might pop in for a weekend. Possibly. I'm not even going to say, like, bring them, give them the wrong show because I don't believe we'd ever get a show like we get from Kyle on Summer House. No, like, no. We need to keep them there. Okay. So, you know, yeah. No, we need to stay. I mean, as Maeve said, the kids can go off to summer camp and they can go off to grandparents (laughs) while we get our shit, you know. That's what grandparents are for. And, like, I really hope that we see more of their life in New York this week. I mean, we got little snippets last. Like, we've always had it with Summer House. You'd always see, like, them fly through the week with tiny little snippets. Last season, we got a little bit more. We got more of them during the week and things like that. So I hope that stays. A lot of the talk has been, a lot of the talk, especially from people around New York, has been that there's been a lot more filming. There was a lot more filming going on. In yeah, York, there was there was events the and everything in it. In there was events and all in New York, so I'm excited for that yeah. because they could change the dynamic of the show, you know, in order to keep the likes of Kyle and Amanda well, there. Well, we did yeah. suggest this. We we made this suggestion, and we were fully convinced that Bravo producers were listening in. So we are going to take credit if they show more of New York. Yeah, like be very be under no illusion. We're not we're not exactly the most humble people. We're just gonna say, yeah, that was us. <laughs> no. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. It should be good. Bring it on. What's next? So we had a new show, a brand well, not a brand new show, but a new a new franchise of Summer yeah. House this year. Martha's Vineyard. Um I wanna say all black cast. But we did have Simon. But but basically, Martha's Vineyard, for anyone who didn't watch it or doesn't know, is where a lot of prominent black people go to summer. It's their Hamptons. Um, and we got a show about it. I loved the style of the show, that it was set over two weeks, like a winter house vibe. Yeah. It wasn't... Same. Yes, it was more of a vacation rather than... Let's go every weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely loved Martha's Vineyard. I mean, if you went back and listened to all episodes, I loved it. I was so invested in it. I am dying for season two. I loved everything about it. I mean, justice for Mariah. Let me just put that out there one last time. Justice for Mariah. I'm thumbs down on that shit because I had no justice for Mariah. Kick that bitch out. 
I loved everything about it from Bria and her diva behavior to Silas being an absolute fucking control freak. I just loved everything. I and loved Phil. Phil, our friend Phil. Phil, oh my God. huge friend of the show. <laughs> huge fucking okay. psycho. Just for the listener, and if you haven't watched Martha's Vineyard, there was a guy that Phil, he came in so fucking hot, like so hot. He, he was the wrecking ball. Yeah, he was a wrecking ball. He pissed and shit in Nick's toilet and did not flush it. He did not last more than 24 hours. Oh, I he ended yeah. up getting fucked out of the house, right? He must have but, had one of the shortest Bravo careers of all time on a show. He was gone. And he 110% makes an appearance in season two. Spoiler alert, by the way. Probably yeah, because we before. got him into trouble for yeah. sharing. So Phil stuff. posted, so for anyone that doesn't know or didn't hear this as it played out during the year, Phil posted a clip of a party in the house in Martha's Vineyard, shared it to his Instagram. We took said story and shared it on our story. Phil, being the gentleman that he is, decided to ask us to remove it. And we politely declined because, like, this was a scoop. Like, he put it out and he took it down and we had it. Why would we take it down? He said, y'all get me in trouble. And we said, well, sorry about that, Phil, but it ain't coming and just, down. Just before you finish the story, like, we've been contacted multiple times over the last eight months by Bravo producers and cast and directors and all about all the shit we've leaked. And... We just kind of got a bit pissed off. Yeah. Having to take everything it. down. Because nobody else takes it down. So we did take a lot of it down at the start. And then we noticed other people were not taking it down. And we were like, well, do you know what? Fuck that. We're being too nice. So we'll just leave everything up. So go on, finish it. Yeah. Then Phil turned nasty. Phil threatened, Phil threatened to have our Instagram shut down. I'm sorry, Phil. You're probably not listening. But if you are, son, you don't have the power to turn off a light fucking switch. Never mind our Instagram account. So go fuck yourself. Um, but yeah, Phil decided to choose violence. And he chose yeah. with the wrong people. Yeah, he did. He got really, really nasty in the DMs. Um, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I wonder, you know, I do have screenshots. And, you know, depending on his behavior in season two... <laughs> Yeah. We might just throw them out there. Yeah. <laughs> Phil, we, we may yet throw Phil under the bus. Um, yeah. Because he was particularly nasty. And he, he like he doesn't come across as a nice guy. He comes across as a dick. And trying to yeah. be a dick. Um, putting himself out there as a kind of a... I don't know. Is he trying to be like some sort of gangster that's well connected? And is that that's kind of what he wants to portray. But it doesn't wash with us, son. It doesn't wash. I'm from Clindalkin. That shit is never going to wash with me. No. Like, we're from Dublin. Fuck <laughs> you. That's the fucking oh. car you rode in on. No, <laughs> Phil. You picked the wrong fight here, kids. You ain't winning this one. Oh. So, yeah. So, that was Phil. <laughs> yeah. So, we might share them. You never know. They might come out on the Instagram page at some point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I never like, know. But there was so much in Martha's Vineyard. Then we had the other friend of the house, crazy stalker lady. 
Om Shanice. Shanice. <laughs> like, seriously. Hashtag bunny boiler. Hashtag bunny boiler. And like we did, got, like these were, now this is one time we did actually run with the allegations because there was, there was, there was proof. There was text messages. There was all there sorts was out there. There was car cases and all about this shit. So, yeah, there was one with there. that one. They were online. Yeah. We shared them. I, I actually, I, I don't know if I disliked her. I just found her a bit disrespectful with the whole titties out to other people's husbands and shit. That would have been annoying. She's an exhibitionist. She wanted to get noticed. Everything she does is to get noticed. Or everything she did was to get noticed. Oh, yeah. When she rocked out with the tongue covering her boobs, going to your man that's working with Frederick Eklund now, being like, um, oh, were you calling me? And there was nobody knocking on the bathroom door. And then when they were having their meal in the garden and she was up on the balcony like. Yeah, like I mean, there was just it was just all a bit much. It was just yeah. all a bit much. Yeah, like strutting around your house naked is different to strutting around somebody else's house. One of my friends, one of my friends did that in front of me. Husband should be fucked over the balcony, full stop. Bye, bitch. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Donna does not let anyone show shit in front of her man because <laughs> it's disrespectful towards me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Donna has a rule at parties, all ladies must wear underwear. No commando at Donna's parties. Uh, uh, shut up the fuck. Right. So we're looking forward to season two. What do we yeah. know so far about season two? Well, well we know, we know Silas is not there because Silas is Silas is deployed. And we also now know now know that Jasmine is having a little baby. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Is she going to be Do we know the timeline of our pregnancy? Do we know when she found out how far gone she is. No, it's, so we don't know. know if she's going to be like early pregnancy in the house or maybe she finds out on the show. We don't know, but we'll, we'll wait and see. Yeah, there hasn't, to be fair, like apart from Phil, apart from Phil and the little party shot and the fact that we know Silas is not there, there hasn't been a lot of leaks. But we do know that it's summer, Nick. Um, are definitely there because they yeah, all shared. Yes, we know Summer is not just a guest this time. She's actually a full uh, housemate this time around. She's yeah. not just flitting in and out. I'm looking forward to it. I really enjoyed it and it was a breath of fresh air and I'm looking forward to season two. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So that concludes part one of our end of year review. Um, tune in next week for part two where we will discuss Down Under Ronnie and any other scandals that have popped up during the Bravo year so enjoy your New Year's Eve yes absolutely Uh, enjoy your New Year's Eve be safe whatever you're doing have a happy New Year and we will see you all in 2024 take care bye bye Happy New 